David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shans himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you'll also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com and three two one you're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shands. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of Social Proof Podcast. I'm glad y'all caught that. that was is that being recorded? It is. Welcome to the show. We're here. We're here mm-hmm. for another episode. We got Isaiah on the um, on the camera. He's on the camera. He's on the camera. And uh, we're going to turn him into an entrepreneur, man. You know what we did before you got here? Because uh, we were supposed to start it. Um, five, and you came at like four, t- five, ten. No, I came what? at five oh four. I was out there talking to your. Crew. Is that better? That is actually five, Shans. Le- okay. Anyway, it's, it's in the five you. o'clock hour. So what Isaiah said to me, kind of based on last episode, he said, "Yo, I went to work, and I just see these people complaining at work. I told myself, I'm out of here. I'm. When'd you say you're leaving? I'm leaving by next year around my twenty sixth birthday. By next year, his twenty sixth birthday, he's out of there." So when's your 26th birthday? May 21st. May 21st. So he's got a year, a little under a year mm-hmm. to go. So what I what I asked him to do is, okay, what is it going to take? He said, I don't know. He said, I just got to make more money. I said, no, how much? And I said, let's figure out all your bills. So all his bills came out to about $1,000 because he got roommates, stuff like that. Came out to $1,000. And I think we're going to go the direction of social media management because that's the easiest way to make money in this day and age. You're posting for people. You get some clients at two fifty a month, just posting, you know, a few days a week. You get four of those. He'll pay all his bills, Donnie. This is this is true. That's life changing money. That is life changing money. That's life changing. That's life changing money. But that can't be the final goal because you can't just work to pay bills. That's a fact. But it'd be a good supplement if if his bills, if his job is paying his bills, but his business is enough to cover his bills just in case his job. But what I'm hearing is something. that we're creating an exit strategy for the job. You're right. But the the milestone is four clients. Right. I mean, we can pick up four clients the first month. We, we can. Release, first right? week. And then we set another goal until he gets comfortable enough to leave. So I didn't even ask him. I didn't even ask you how much you make at work, right? Because it doesn't matter. I'm thinking about let's fig- whatever your money at your job is, that's your money at your job. But – the amount of money that you make on your business should be able to cover your lifestyle just in case something happens to that unreliable job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So I want to just fill everybody in. Okay. If you need a coaching session, you can hit up me. If you need a real the- coaching session. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. You can hit up me. <laughs> <laughs> so Donnie, man, uh, bring, bring us up to speed, man. What's going on? How was your week? So first of all, uh, thank you for getting started while I was still putting on lipstick That's and earrings and things. Get Guys, we keep it, it real over here, okay? 
Um, my week so far was today. So, yeah, my week has been great. Okay. Um, my days have been incredibly packed. Well, let's let's say the last seven days. Last seven How was days. the last seven days? You know, Shans, because I have so much going on, I'm going to refer to my calendar uh, okay. just to give me a good idea. Oh, yeah. this For, has been good. First off, no, I, I saw you posted your calendar on Instagram and I got a headache. I instantly got frustrated. I'm like, that is too many clients. <laughs> <laughs> That's too many human beings to be responsible for. And um, so. But yeah, bi- business is good. Business is booming. Business is good. Mm-hmm. Business is booming. Um, the last seven days have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're, we're to the point where I'm, I'm, it's a lot going on. Right. Mm-hmm. And people go into business thinking like, yeah, I'm about to work for myself and I get to control my own hours and, you know, I don't answer to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I found myself this week and last week f- feeling like I answered to people. Explain it. I answer to people. I mean, because people schedule appointments. They're paying me for consultations. Mm -hmm. You have to show up. Like, even when I was incredibly tired, uh, this week, the last three days, Mm -hmm. I haven't gone to bed before 5 a.m. Are you scheduling clients out that late? Oh, my God, no. So what's been happening is, so let let me also say that the influx of calls that I've had in the last two weeks is not normal because I would typically never have my calendar open back to back to back like that. Um, But what happened was I only planned my calendar out for a certain amount of months in advance. And so that that bookmark came. Mm -hmm. And so then the calendar was open and I didn't realize it until my calendar was jam-packed with all of these appointments. So usually I would have some time. Gotcha. Um, So, no, I was not working with clients until 5 a.m., but part of my team is overseas, Mm -hmm. so I had to be up with them and communicating with them. And then all of the admin stuff that I had to do, I was doing after hours. So I would find myself working with clients until about 7 in the evening, from Mm -hmm. 9 a.m. until about 7 in the evening, Mm -hmm. on and off with some breaks in between. And then I just used some time to, like, chill out. Yeah. And then I'm eating dinner. You schedule chill out time? Absolutely. Got to. I schedule lunch and breakfast and dinner. I schedule my, like, me time, right? Because if I don't, then somebody else is going to book that on my calendar. So I literally have to put it on my calendar. Right, right. Um, And then I may doze off and take a nap around 8-ish. And then Mm -hmm. I'm back up by 8, 9 o'clock. And then I can't go to sleep until 5 a.m. So I start doing some admin work and trying to get ahead on the next day. And I always have this plan. I don't know about you. Like I always plan. I'm going to be in bed tonight by 1 a.m. <laughs> by 1 a.m. tonight. No, if, no if, ands, or buts about it. And then you look up and it's 3 a.m. And you're like, how did, th- how did this ifs, happen? Ands, and buts. I got ifs, ands, and buts. <laughs> and I'm like, how did this happen? I don't even know what I did in this amount of time. Right. But anyway. You sure you want to be an entrepreneur out there? Huh? <laughs> you, you sure this is what you want? Are you sure this is what you want? <sighs> People ain't sure this is what they want. Entrepreneurship is real. Entrepreneurship is real. Is it worth it? Oh, it's, it, it's definitely worth it. It's 100% worth it. Um, what I don't think is worth it is working that hard for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you build it, nobody can take it away. Right. You know what I mean? So like we were talking talking about uh, talking to Isaiah, if you build your business and you your first goal is to cover all your lifestyle bills, your job, somebody can take that away. You don't control that. You come into work one day, they might say, yo, we don't need you, and you got to go home. Or 
somebody lied on you and said you stole something. I don't know. <laughs> Dang, I think I just had to read that. What? Because <laughs> you saw I looked away like. Mm. <laughs> but somebody can take that away. But if you build something, if you build it, it's mm-hmm. the, the gratification of knowing I don't got to beg nobody for nothing. Mm-hmm. I go get my own back. So, uh, yeah, grati- gratifying um, 100%. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, also, did our podcast get you lit? Was you lit? This I week? was lit. You know what? I actually got. Well, you've been lit, but I've been lit. But in terms of, so Shans, I want to take this gum out of my mouth. But you got the camera rolling, and I didn't know that we. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I just. Oh, so you is that what so you're yeah, doing on camera? I'm, okay, yeah, so I'm, I'm just. Water. <laughs> Listen, you, I am me, one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> I don't care what cameras on. I'm listening. I, if you're listening to the audio. Donnie just took a, a sheet of her paper, <laughs> ripped off a piece, took the gum out of her mouth, balled it up. Um, I'm glad we're in COVID times because I don't got to dap you up because I forgot <laughs> and I shook your hand. And I have a gallon of water. And I'm just, yeah. 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 What What were we saying before then? You were asking me. Your littiness. Yeah. That. Actually. Um, so, first of all, let's just establish the fact that I've been lit. <laughs> right? Um, I know. And your, your Instagram got hacked. A while ago. I know. So uh, we're, we're, we're getting you back up. We're going to talk about that because I feel like a whole hypocrite right now. Why? Well, one of the fir- one of the early stage things that I do with my clients is make sure that they have some type of a social media presence. Choose the platform. Choose two platforms. Right. Figure it out and make it happen. After my social media got hacked... And I spent so much time pleading with Facebook to give it back to me. Mm-hmm. So my my Facebook and my Instagram were connected. Right. And, you know, you, you connect everything and, and didn't know any better. They're not anymore after this happened. Mm-hmm. But I went overseas, came back. Two weeks later from within that same region, all of my social media was hacked. Mm-hmm. And I wake up in the middle of the night. Anybody else wake up in the middle of the night to check social media? Like, No, nope, I don't. Okay, I do. I don't wake up. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> No, I, I don't wake up to so to check social media, but because I'm up anyway, okay, yeah, I typically right. check social media and it helps me drift back to sleep. So I pick up my phone and I'm like, let's see what's going on. I go open my Instagram app and it says page does not exist. Mm. I'm like, what? So I'm like, well, that's got to be something. I'll deal with it in the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe I logged out. So I go to Facebook. And nothing. No. Ooh, you lost your Facebook, too. I lost everything. Everything was associated Ooh. with this Facebook account. So I go to Facebook, and and I said, well, did I change my password? So I go to look for the password, and I hadn't had to log into either in so long. I honestly forgot to check. I, I, for, for, I forgot what email address was associated with the account. They were automatically logged in. Right. So I went to, I tried passwords and it wouldn't work. So I'm like, well, let me see what, it, it's the, it has to be the email address that right. I have wrong. So I went to my email to like search for Facebook just to see where they had previously uh, communicated with me. And as soon as I opened my email at like four o'clock in the morning, it said account disabled. Like I had like 10 messages, account disabled, account mm. disabled, account disabled. And it said that I violated policy, right. uh, which I didn't do, right? Um, you didn't hit him like Boosie. I didn't hit him like that. I didn't. <laughs> I, I did not, you know. $1,000. <laughs> Boosie 
So I cannot with him. Yeah. So anyway, that happened and I lost all my social media. So I'm thinking, well, I didn't violate any policy. I hadn't even really been posting recently. I'll get this back. This must be some type of, of a mistake. So I sent them a message and they basically said, nah, bruh. And so then I responded like, but wait, right? Because I'm Donnie and I didn't like you got to know that right. I didn't violate any policy. And so they responded and was like, but we said no the first time. <laughs> Yo. So I said, I'm gonna try one more time. Right. And I responded again because it says if you wish to appeal, just reply. Right. So I tried a third time and they said, look. We're not answering this email again. They literally told me in my message, I promise if I look hard enough, I can pull it up. It says, the answer is no. We will not respond to any additional inquiries regarding this account. Wow. Yeah. So that. Um, Who is this? Oh, what's up, bro? Brandon Dixon. Hey, Brandon. Is in the what's up, man? You're interviewing our, you're messing up our show. I just need to get off. <laughs> I mean, because you. Y'all see? He just. Brandon, real quick, real quick, hey, Brandon, wait, wait, wait. When you set this up and yeah. you positioned these things for it to see David, were you what, thinking what did, what about me at all? What did, I, what did I say? Yeah, he did. He said, yo, make sure you see Donnie. I said, you can see Donnie. Where? And I see, said, you look at the wrong one. It's not that you look, it's I this said, one. And I said, I was like, yo, Donnie going to feel some type of way. Only because, like, yeah. we see each other, but. You want me to zoom in on you on this one? He's got all kinds of major technology for those of you no. who are not able to see this. Crazy. Not that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you look good, by the way. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 proceed. Okay, were you leaving? The, you leaving, Brandon? Yo, for real. Yeah, I, I can't good. see me, and I just feel like Shans has he's one upping me right now. Mm mm mm. Boom. Can you see that? No, she no, can't the see lens, it the lens is in the way. But it makes me feel better. I'll do this every now and then. If they see this on camera, I'm just trying to check me Yo, out. I, okay, look, I'm actually that, so that's that's Brandon's monitor. I'm gonna get two of them. If you want, if you want to get one, they're two hundred each. So I get one, you get one. Okay, but what am I gonna do with it? You can see yourself. Can I use it at home? No, <laughs> it's just for the podcast. <laughs> I mean, if, if that's you know, that's what you're into. Pretty good. <laughs> that's what I'm into. Yeah, what's that? Well, no, that's that. his camera. Yeah, that's my no, camera. No, no. Oh. <laughs> Guys, excuse us. Yeah. We hadn't gotten into our professional groove yet, but we promised yeah. we're working on it. So, yo, here's, anyway. Here, yeah, so here's the thing. We are um, we literally just cut the mic on, and uh, we just go. We just go. So there might be all kind of stuff going on. You leaving? You got it? Okay. All right, everybody say bye to Brandon. Good to see you, Brandon. Oh, I appreciate you. So, um... Yeah, so move forward. So I asked you about your week. You didn't ask me about mine. The only reason I asked you about your week. You went straight into another question, Shans. <laughs> I said something, and then you said something, and then I replied. How was your week? You know, you asked about, yo, how you been? Because you got some really cool stuff to talk but about. But I don't really be caring. Yeah, I know. No, I, I, I didn't ask you that. <laughs> I, I definitely just want to want to get an update on uh, what's going on in the world of entrepreneurship because you are really getting it in. And I'm. Re- it's, just, it's just really cool to see – your friends progressing. Well, I mean, you've always been winning since I met you, but um, just it, it just feels good to know that I have, like, somebody that is on a forward path, and it keeps me on that path, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I, I almost can't fall off because you'll be like, bro, I'm not going on that podcast no more with you. You driving Uber now, bro? No, I can't. Let no, no not to myself. anybody who's driving Uber. Yeah, but, yeah. 
Yeah, you get what I'm saying. But I get I, what you're saying. But I, I had a pretty you good You know what one. I you know I think we mesh so well whenever we're doing stuff is because we seem to be progressing at the Correct. same pace, Correct. right? I mean, Correct. I may be a little further along than you, but we overall, you know what I mean? Aren't overall, I mean, like it's just that, minor. Though. It's just minor details, guys. Uh, no, if you guys have never met Shans and I in person, uh, this is what we do. Oh, right? yeah, for sure. This When we could go back outside, it's going to be a dope tour. This is going to be a dope tour. Dope tour. Like the room, I can see the set. What would you guys like to see on the set? No, That's what we yo, do. let me tell you. So I was going to do a different... So instead of the podcast room, I wanted to do it on the white. And I was thinking, like, we get, like, a couch. And you mean, like, like the one that's chair. out there? Maybe not that one, but another one. Or, I mean, we could, yeah. Like, that one. And then maybe I'll be sitting in a chair or something like that. We have our own little different setup. Mm-hmm. Y'all might see a different setup. So I was supposed to, but Jovan, he double booked this whole session. So that's okay. why we got um, the uh, – we got Shout out to Jovan for messing up the books. Shout out to Jovan. Mm-hmm. Bugging. Oh, but, um, yeah, thanks for asking. My week is – my week is going well. Tell so, me, tell me, tell me, in the last seven days, what is for real? <laughs> He's actually in, getting the intern behind the scenes. Like, here's the thing: got audio playing from his phone. We're, we're yeah. What are we doing today? Are we are we working or <laughs> we ain't getting no information? Nothing. Not. Yeah, we like fifteen minutes in too. I think I think we're assuming that people think we're like funny or entertaining. Or <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're over at their at, at home looking like y'all. Please just stick to the keys. Right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> huh, yo, this is not a podcast. This is just a a conversation between me and Dottie that you get to listen to. This is just us talking. I have an offline idea that I think would be great though in terms of we really I think we really need to go all in with this. Like we need a photo shoot, we need a theme. For sure, for we sure. need a name. Yeah, can I talk about my week though? Oh you shoot. Just don't, oh. <laughs> you just definitely don't care. So I was asking you in the last seven days mm-hmm. what is what can what's what's your number one highlight? From the last seven days, my number one highlight is selling out, selling out of our human behavior mastery course. Um, what else? What else? Oh, we had family in town. Uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess it wasn't nothing super spectacular. Mm. It was just regular, regular winning. Not in a, I mean, no, 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 not not in that way, but. But it's moving forward. It's like every step. I'm taking another step every single day. And it, nothing no, – there was no setbacks. Very few fires that I had to put out mm-hmm. except for, you know, double booking at the complex. But mm. no, it was, it's – I am in a really, really good space. I can see the future. Things are growing. And um, money cometh. Money cometh. Money cometh. Money it's blessed. cometh. But what's even cooler is I have some people that are like in my life and in my circle that I'm helping to grow their business as well. Mm. Like they're not clients. They're just my people and I'm helping them grow. Yeah, for sure. Like Isaiah. Like I'm really excited about Isaiah's journey. It's it's a project for me now. You know what I mean? Or um, we got Kayla. So she's 18 years old. And through my Entrepreneurship Foundation, if you want to donate, you can donate to Cash App E-Foundation. E-Foundation. It's, an, um, it's a foundation a where we gather money. Mm-hmm. And, well, the thing is not for me, though. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so, joking. And th- let me tell you. So I take a percentage of every T-shirt that I sell and I put it into the – I donate it to the E-Foundation. We take That's the money dope. from the E-Foundation and we invest in a kid's business. So we got this one kid, Kayla. Um, she has a brand called Yana. Mm-hmm. Yana, you are not alone. 
Nice. So her whole thing is, um, what is your yana? Like everybody needs their yana or their thing that allows them to feel like, yo, I'm not alone in this. So for some people, it might be music. Some people might be a spa day. Some people might be that best friend. That's my person that lets me know I'm not alone. It could be therapy. This lets me know that I'm not alone. If you don't have anything, if you don't have anything that that um, that lets you know that you are in, uh, uh, you know, that you're covered, you need to find something. Mm-hmm. You need to find a support group or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, we ordered her products this week, and I told her, oh, let me, I'll just read it. So we ordered her products this week, and I said one of the worst things you could do is get your products in and not have a way to take money. So – Every every day she's giving me an update. She showed me the picture of her products came in. She has her Venmo and Zelle and PayPal and all that set up. She just turned 18 years old, mm-hmm. and I was able to fund her business, but she got to give me the money back. So the the reason I'm, I'm saying I'm going to give you some money, but I'm going to help you sell enough to pay me my money back because I want to teach you. You take care of the people that's investing in you. Right. It ain't on interest or nothing like that. So I'm going to take the money that she pays back and invest in another young entrepreneur. So um, I feel good about that. So what is the criteria for a teen or a young person's business to be sponsored by your organization? I got to like them and they got to listen. Coachable. coachable. Likeable. Yeah. Like my daughter, she's just not coachable. Right. She, well, she's coachable. So she can't get certain... the grant. She can't get the scholarship Heck fund. No. She got <laughs> to do some. I don't know. I, and I guess because I'm in the house, she's not as receptive she doesn't recognize what she has. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So um, not that I'm like something great, but I can definitely – she could definitely make some bread. But um, she'll, she'll get there. She'll get there. What is that about? Like so many people have friends mm-hmm. who are successful. Like 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 your circle of friends, right? Right. They're out here and, and you'll get with your homies and they're telling you about all these things they're trying to do or whatever. And you're like, yo, why – why didn't you call me and ask me for some help? Right. I could I could literally put you on. What what do you think that's about? Um, I think it's pride maybe. Mm. And they don't really have the shock factor. So, one of your friends, right? They know that you are really good at this coaching entrepreneurship thing, right? But they're still looking at you as Donnie and you like super cool. And maybe I don't want to humble myself to come and say, "Yo, Donnie, you're amazing." Mhm. You meet somebody that follows you on Instagram, they look at you like they just saw a ghost, like, oh, it's Donnie. Oh, it's Donnie. Wait, I, I saw your interview. Or I, I follow you, right? And whatever you tell them, it's law. Mm-hmm. And they'll take it seriously. Mm-hmm. But their people, friend, can tell them the same thing, but they just – I think it's that, that level of I'm not going to humble myself to you because I know you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. What yeah. you think? Well, when you were saying that, it's just like, you know, I have a teenage daughter and it's the same way. It's like she'll try new food or try new styles of dressing when I would buy her something and she'd look at it. I come home all excited about an outfit and she's like, eh, not really my style. Mm. Two weeks later, she walks in the house and she has on a very similar outfit. And I'm like, oh, who convinced you to wear that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because it wasn't me when I presented it. It wasn't right. that great of an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's I think sometimes, too, your friends could potentially be trying to catch up. Yeah, right. For sure. And, it, you know, that or they recognize that you're busy um, or 
you have this behavior pattern with them where they've tried and stopped and tried and stopped. And sometimes it can just be respect of of you and not Mm -hmm. wanting to potentially waste your time. For sure. Um, But then there there is, for the most part, like an intimidation thing. And when it comes to friendships, like I know with me, you know, I have some incredibly ambitious friends. And at the end of the day, I just want I want my friends to be successful. I just want, you know, like how amazing it is to rock with a whole team full of people who are out here just like dreaming and making it happen. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So rule number one, get a group of people that, um, that dream, get around, get around movers. Yeah. Not just dream. Like you got to do everybody dream. Yeah. Everybody dreams. Not everybody. No, everybody dreams. You can't help it. When you go to I bed didn't dream. at night. I remember I remember well, a time. I didn't dream. Well, you might not have intentionally mm. dreamt about anything, mm. but you dreamed. You saw something that you admired. You saw something that you liked like. and could imagine yourself with it or wish yourself, but you probably lacked the confidence maybe yeah. to claim that you were dreaming about it, to admit mm. That it was a dream, right? Sometimes we want things and we desire things, but we will convince ourselves that we're okay with what we have, yeah. right? And and we call that like, well, I didn't dream. No, you you may be scared to admit that you were dreaming, mm. maybe because you didn't think that it could ever turn into anything, but mm. you were dreaming. Yeah, Yo, you know what? It's and I, I think we I, I text you about it, and I wanted to talk about um, dreaming too big. Mm. Is there a such thing as dreaming too big? Mm. I don't think so. So, it, and my thing is, I think some people dream too big. Tell me, tell me about that. So, I want to, and I guess, okay, in not in all cases, but there's a group of people that say, "Yo, I want to be a multi-millionaire." Good vision. Not mad at that. But this person has never really made more than, like, can't can't really keep the money above zero or negative in the bank. But the dream is so big to go from negative to hundreds of million do- millions of dollars. It's discouraging because y'all, you're like, I, I'm so far from that. How do I get, how do I get to that level? So my philosophy is. Yes, I'm. I guess I'm cool with not. I guess not dreaming too big is a problem, but we need to try to figure out how we can get to positive. Let's get to positive first. The first goal should be positive. But some people stay so big, so stuck in that big dream that I think it, it's discouraging for a lot of people. So I think a little bit differently, right? So I work a lot with helping people create goals that are smart goals and um, that match their true desires. And I believe in going all in with your dreams. And then we're going to reverse engineer this thing to figure out how we're going to accomplish that dream. And so using your example, if, if you're a person who's sitting at home right now and you have negative $12 in the bank and you're dreaming of $100 million, don't shrink the dream to face your reality, mm-hmm. right? Don't, don't, don't shrink the dream to match your reality. Yep. Increase the effort that's happening in your reality to accomplish the dream. Mm-hmm. So we got the $100 million goal on the board, but 
we know that the first step is to get out of the negative $12 status. Mm-hmm. So you you dream, but you have to respect the journey to the final destination. Get what I mean? I'm with that. Don't dream small just because what's happening around you right now looks small. Dream big, but understand that we have to we have to cross through these small barriers first that's keeping us from the big thing. Right. Right. So and and I guess it, from from someone that is an inspiration it does seem a little backwards, but for me, just my personal journey, I never wanted to be a multimillionaire. I wanted to make six figures. Like that was my whole goal. So at my job, I'm making thirty something, forty thousand dollars a year serving cheesecakes, and my net, my goal was to make a hundred thousand dollars. That's as big as I could see. Mm-hmm. By the time I hit the, and I think I went so hard because I'm like, yo, it's not that far off. Especially if I if if I'm on my job making thirty, I just need to make another seventy. But I got to a point where I was making thirty on my job and like thirty on my dream. So that's like sixty thousand. I'm like, yo, I'm almost there. And if I quit this job, I know I can get to that other forty thousand. So I went really hard and I got to a hundred thousand dollars in a year. My next goal is to make a quarter million. But even from from zero or when I was working at the Cheesecake Factory, my goal wasn't to make a quarter million. It was just I could see whatever that next step is, and I didn't even envision that big. Do you know why? Why? Because you, a person can only dream at the level of their understanding. I agree. You couldn't even see a million dollars at that right. time. All you could see was six figures. Correct. You're already making five figures, right? Mm-hmm. You're already making a $30,000 income. And so six figures to you at that time, you you know what it's like to balance life off of the $30,000. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, if I could make $100,000, then I could not only pay my bills, I could maybe travel, I maybe uh, can afford to date and do some other things. Mm-hmm. And $100,000 looks like the end point. Mm-hmm. But when you hit that $100,000, And you see the reality of what that means now because now lifestyle has changed. You live in a different place. You may drive a different car. You have different responsibilities. Maybe you needed to hire a few team members to get there. And you're like, man, well, I'm making $100,000, but still what I bring home is still equivalent to that $30,000 that I was making when I was working at this restaurant. So now that you understand that, your comprehension has increased. Now the goal gets bigger. So now the goal is $250,000, but the cycle never changes. And when you hit that $250,000, your level of understanding at that point also increases. So then the goal becomes a million bucks. And that's why you have people, for example, like Tyler Perry, who just became a billionaire. Did Tyler see billion? Not when he was sleeping in his car. So not when he's. Maybe. We don't know him. Unless you know him. You know everybody. So. You know all the celebs. I'm like, that's your people's? She's like, yeah, that's what we'll be like, what? No. So I don't know um, Tyler Perry. I would like to, though, Tyler, if this ever, for whatever reason, comes across a Wi-Fi connection near you. Um, <laughs> I would certainly like to know you and, you know, work Somebody with you. <laughs> Somebody please Tell put him to this. do it for the culture. Come down. Come down to our little level. I need, I need Tyler <laughs> to remember, like, 1990-ish. When, oh, for sure. When he moved to Atlanta. No, serious right. business. Like, and you could have done this. In 1990, Tyler Perry moved to Atlanta. 
he had something like $12,000 in his bank account, Mm -hmm. and he was trying to put out his very first stage play. And he got turned down over and over and over and over. He took his own $12,000, came here, and launched. People laughed at the writing. They laughed Mm -hmm. at the quality of the script. They laughed at the little microphones dangling from in front of the wigs. They Mm -hmm. laughed at the wigs. You know, they criticized him for playing these female roles. They criticized him for portraying a stereotypical black statistic, you Mm -hmm. know, in in, in many of his uh, stage plays and films. And now, what was that, 1990? So 2030 years later, he's a billionaire. billionaire. Do you think to him it was worth it? It was for sure worth it. But did he see billion back then? Yeah. You know what I mean? You think so? I don't know that he saw billion, but I think. Did he see hundreds of millions? But I, I'm, I'm talking about in, through the journey. So for for me, and this is, I, I'm, I'm glad uh, it's so dope because we're like similar, but our views be so different on stuff. It is it 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 just makes for an amazing podcast. Mm-hmm. I I really really do believe in uh ah uh, let me not say because I I don't want to say it and then that gets taken out of context, but I do believe that people are make for the most part for the most part hanging on to a dream that's so out of reach right now it gets discouraging. So I don't. Now there are some people like um like I interviewed David and he he said he carries a, he carried around a big check from years ago that he said yo I'm gonna make X amount of dollars mm-hmm. years ago and now he makes that amount of money and that worked for him but I don't I don't know if it's going to work for everybody because everybody's different some people just that's why I preach let me help you make a couple thousand dollars a month because if I can help you make three thousand dollars a month. Now I can help you go from three to six and then six to 20. But if you say, yo, how am I going to make $20,000 a month where I'm at? It's discouraging and people don't keep that type of motivation. Well, it's because people don't know how to set goals. Mm. They don't they don't know how to set goals like people think that, you know, many people think that you set a goal to go from. $11 an hour to six figures, and it's supposed to do just that. It's supposed to be one day I'm working hard and I'm making $11 an hour, and then suddenly this opportunity is going to come where I'm making $100,000. Yeah. And though that happens for a very small percentage of people, that's just not the path, right? Yeah. And so I think it's important to not just uh, teach kids to dream or young people to dream. Mm-hmm. I think it's also important to teach them, like, if you have these dreams – Here's how you create goals for those dreams. Um, Looking looking back at Tyler Perry, this is a young man. um, I believe he was born in New Orleans. Shout out Nola. I'm originally from New Orleans. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. How long were you there? Uh, I was a little girl. I came here. I I did everything. I was raised in Atlanta. Are you from from Atlanta? I'm from the A. Mm, College Park, Georgia. (laughs) Um, But, you know, this is a young man who was raised in or who was born in New Orleans. Um, He had a mom. You know, his mom was really church going. On the other hand, his dad, you know, was abusive, very abusive. Tyler Perry's father? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, I remember in an interview, Tyler Perry talked about how he changed his name when he was 16 years old because he was named after his father. His Mm. real name is Emmett. Mm. He changed his name to Tyler 
because he wanted to distance himself from that legacy that was associated with such trauma and pain wow. for him. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. So he did that. And, um, you know, through the years, he had different inspirations. I believe one of them being Oprah Winfrey mm -hmm. and just seeing other black people in power who came from very little was what, you know, motivated him. And I don't know how he saved the money that he did, the $12,000 that he did. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm only to assume that he was working a job or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. But he took that $12,000 and he changed his life. I don't think any of us ever really believe in the billion. Now we see that now, right? Mm -hmm. We Because now we know so many people who are making seven figures that the next thing to hope for is, you know, billions of dollars, yeah. right? Um, but I can't think back ever as a little girl that I would make a billion dollars. I think at that time I was saying, I'm going to be rich. I'm right, going to be right, rich. For sure. And I never quantified what mm -hmm. that meant to mm -hmm. be rich. But once you, you know, I think, I think it's important to not just encourage people to dream, but again, to teach them how to create the path to actually accomplish those mm -hmm. dreams. Because things didn't happen. Things didn't start happening for me. You know, I had things that happened kind of just uh, what I call accidentally. You know, I just kind of happened to be in the right place at right, the right, right time. Right. But even then, you got to create a strategy, yeah, right? You, sure. Happenstance can get you in the room. Mm -hmm. Looks can get you in the room. Knowing someone who knows someone can get you in the room. But how do you stay in the room and how do you end up on that journey right. to really go on and, and, and accomplish those great things? I don't know if any billionaire ever said, I'm going to be a billionaire. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any president of the United States actually said they would be the president of the United States. I think Barack Obama said, I'm going to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. No, I mean, there are some people who say, yo, I'm going to be a star and they become stars. And they become stars. Yeah. But they don't even understand the magnitude of the stardom that's work that's waiting for them. Right. right? For sure. So I'm going to be a star. Well, our podcast can hit and go viral, and technically we're stars amongst our community, but right. there's levels to that even, yeah, right? Sure. We may be stars in you know, a particular area, but then we get out and we hit the red carpet somewhere, and they're like, carry along. Right. <laughs> <laughs> who right. are you? Or who are you here to dress? Right, who are you right, here right. to, you know right. what I mean? So there's, there's levels, but um, I, I, I don't think people dream too big. I think people should dream big. Mm -hmm. I think people should dream big. There's that saying that, you know, if you um, if you aim for the moon, you'll land in the stars. Right. I mean, is that such a bad place to be in? No, not really. <laughs> but so my thing for for the large majority, big dreaming discourages people. Big like the big dream will keep you so like. So paralyzed because it's like, all right, I'm saying it, but I don't really believe You're it. You're not getting it yet. Mm -hmm. Well, and then it's 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 the responsibility of those people who have achieved big things in their lives to say, mm -hmm. hey, this is what you should do. This is how you uh, stay connected to that dream. Right. And one of the things I tell my, I tell my groups this all the time, my clients, we I force my clients to celebrate the small wins for sure. Period. Right. Because you may not recognize like so 
I have this um, manifestation mastery. We talked about this the last time. And yeah, how's that going? It's going. I see, I see some people posting it too, so that's awesome. Yes, it's going amazingly. People are already starting to manifest um, things. But one of the very first lessons that I taught is to really be aware of the small details that's lining up, right? And so uh, being really clear about what your goals are and then seeing what those details are along the way. So let's just say Hold that— Hold on real quick. Did you start that one over? Yeah. Oh, you don't want It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof.
American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Let him do his job. Though. I apologize. Okay. I'm sorry. And it's still mic'd up. So the, la- the first one we did... I was like cut off like halfway, and it was just it's still lined up. It's still so we can't use that one. Yeah, it was already posted. Where the interview that we did? You didn't share it with me. You posted it too, I think, from the other yesterday. No. Yesterday. Oh yeah, that was a little offline. Isaiah, get it together. Oh, now you okay? I okay. noticed. I noticed that you know the the frame was off. I was talking about this this podcast that we nah, did. No, nah, we're good. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, celebrate the small wins. So if there's something that you have to do, okay, let's use you want to get to $100,000, right? Today you're making $12 an hour. You want to get to $100,000. That's your big dream. Well, you're working, 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 and you start the kiosk in the mall. And now you're making this $30,000 at your job, and now you've got $30,000 that's coming in from the kiosk. Well, now you're at $60,000. That is a... That is a win for sure toward your one hundred thousand dollars, and you gotta you gotta actually acknowledge that you can't just say, "Oh, now I'm making a hundred, now I'm making sixty thousand dollars." You have to say, "Okay, okay, I see how this works. Mm -hmm. I went from thirty thousand dollars to sixty thousand dollars. I'm only forty thousand dollars away. How can I duplicate this process? What goals can I create now to get from sixty thousand to a hundred? Because if I went from thirty to sixty, I can get from sixty to a hundred. And we have to start teaching. I I think we need to start. We should. Show so much, and and I think society, and I'm, I'm not saying we in terms of me and you, mm-hmm. but people who have gone on and down the path and created some level of success. One thing that I really don't like, and I think is infor- unfortunate about social media, is so many people only show the good stuff, mm-hmm. right? right? That it's not it's not readily available in mass quantity to see someone who has actually experienced some lo- some losses. Yeah. And I think that dreaming big is only discouraging to a certain person because all they all they have access to are all these people who are winning. All I see is win after win right. after win. They're in Bali, you know, one day. They're in, you know, Indonesia the next day. They're in Dubai the next day. And here I am in my zip code and I, you know, I'm struggling to get gas money to go from one city to the next city. Yeah. Well, if people would actually talk about their journey and talk about how difficult it was and talk about how they had to keep going in spite of talking about, you know, their days of actually, um, you know, sleeping on air mattresses and not having a car and catching rides with friends. And do- it will be it will be more responsible of a message. It's a more responsible message. And then people will actually say, okay, so the journey isn't that easy. I actually do have to create goals. I actually do have to work for this. This is not supposed to happen overnight. There's a process. Nobody believes or respects the process or people who are, who are not where they want to be yet have a hard time respecting the process because all we see on the internet are people who look like they skipped the process. Yeah. It looks like people who are exempt from the process. Like mm-hmm. we're in the middle of, you know, a pandemic and y'all are, you're going to Dubai, you're going to Bermuda, you're going here. How? Yeah. How? Because we did all this work before the pandemic to set up certain things that are paying during the pandemic. Absolutely. And I, you, you know, know I say it. to people all the time, listen, 
even on social media, you I am. You actually say this to people all the time? I do. Because that's another quote that Listen, people use. I do. I say this. <laughs> I say this all the time. I tell people time. all the time. There, there's two quotes we talk about on this podcast. The, I tell people all the time, and I was talking to somebody the other day. I was talking to somebody the other day. But I literally tell people all the time, I am a complete open book, mm-hmm. even on social media. Yep. But here's the thing. All of my pages aren't published. Mm-hmm. Not for you to see. So you only I am an open book. There's a whole book. But what I'm going to do is I'm only going to give you these carefully curated mm-hmm. pages. Yeah. The whole book is available. Yeah. I am an open book, but not everybody has access to all the pages. Sure. So you don't get to see parts of the journey that I choose not to expose you to. Yeah. And there are some people who are embarrassed by struggle who, you know, are more concerned with what it looks like to have this perceived notion of success that they don't they don't show the struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that that is damaging to other individuals who are coming up, who are looking for fast money now and fast yeah. success now and fast results and trans- transformations now. No, uh, I, we got to do better. I, I agree. But because that. That message is perpetuated. So is it perpetuated or perpetuated? It's perpetuated. Perpetuated. Mm-hmm. perpetuated. Let me let me double check. Let me fact check that though, because nah, because you know I like dive. You making stuff up. It's P E R. Because I saw your fingers typing the wrong thing already. Perpetuate. So because that message is being perpetuated. Mm-hmm. Did you look? My up? goal is yes. I looked it up. Fine. Mm-hmm. They can't see that on the audio. You're a hater. Because the, because this message is being perpetuated um, through social media land, that's why I focus on not your big dream, but what is the dream for you over the next short period of time? What's in your reach that you can get some momentum from and accomplish? Now, I don't I'm not saying don't don't have a vision. But I take my clients through the process, okay, what is the goal over the next three years? Mm-hmm. And they say, y'all can make a million dollars over the next three years. Great. No problem. When do we start making a half a million? Is it year three? Is it, is it year two? Like moving toward whatever the goal is, let's work from there and work backwards so that we know it's there. So, for instance, I want to go to step 10. What does it take to get to step 10? Well, we got to go through nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. You're right now at one. The reason that I'm going to have you focus exclusively on step two is because we already worked back from step 10, knowing if we're going in this particular direction, eventually we'll get to the 10. So I'm not mad at the vision. I want to have my own Tyler Perry production studio. But I see that vision. I'm with you. But let's. Can we get like a little studio, a little little 2,000 square foot space? What does it take to get there? That needs to be your dream right now, getting your own studio, then expanding like that. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think that we're just using language interchangeably because as I'm listening to you, uh, I would I would say that the, the Tyler Perry studio is the dream, mm-hmm. but the $2,000 studio or space that you said that we need to start with is a goal toward right. accomplishing the dream. I agree. Right? So I still But they say, don't look at that goal as the next driving force dream. It'd just be another thing. Like this is it, it it seems so small and compared to the big dream, you don't even acknowledge or take that particular goal seriously. So each goal needs to be the dream. 
You, you feel me? I get you. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so. I totally get what you're saying. Um, I think I think ultimately what we're both saying is that you have to respect the process. You mm-hmm. have to embrace the process. Have a love for the whole process because all of the pieces matter. For sure, all of 100%. the pieces matter to a, a, accomplish the big thing. Yeah. So what's your big what's your big dream? What's the big dream? We talk about this all the time. Um, we do. I have a dream that's not necessarily. Um, but let me say, like, wildest dream, like, wildest dream. Do you have one of the, like, a wild, crazy, like, one of those, I'm going to be Oprah level? Or... See, I don't think that's a wild, crazy dream. I am going to be Oprah. See, guys, see, you're watching me right now on whatever this untitled podcast is. And this is me getting my practice on for Oprah. I know I got as, li- as Oprah. I'm just I got I'm just goals. The, I got I'm the College Park 30337 I, version of Oprah. I don't dream all the time. <laughs> I I got like little incremental dreams, like and I can't even really see past it. Well, and and that's what I was gonna say. Like me today, Donnie today. I can't foresee that I have any wild, crazy dreams. I have accomplished so many things that I never, I I wanted it, but I never believed it would happen, Mm -hmm. right? And so for me, I have fulfilled many of my wild and crazy dreams. Mm -hmm. And so because I fulfilled what were once wild and crazy dreams, there's not a whole lot for me that's a wild and crazy dream. Like, Mm If you would have told me, I always, I always believed that I would be successful, but I thought that I would be like leading someone else's company and at the court, you know, top of the corporate food chain and, you know, all those things and really respected in my company. But if you would have told me that I would be a successful entrepreneur that has impact on thousands of people, like I never factored that part in, Mm. right? That's a wild and crazy dream. If you would have told me that I'd be speaking on stages in front of tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people, that is a wild and crazy dream. Did you speak in front of hundreds of thousands? Yeah. (laughs) Really? At one time? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So if you would have ever told me that um, I would have grown up to become a become a daughter who contributes to her mom's like lifestyle and I don't she doesn't even need me to do it I want to do it right mm-hmm. to me that's a wild and crazy dream I never thought that uh you know me and and, and Deja's uh father would be paying cash for college where I come from, you get loans or you don't go. Yeah. That's a wild and crazy dream. So because those things were at one point when I was that person making $11 an hour, I never imagined that many of these things would happen. These are all like I'm literally living my wild and crazy dreams. I'm probably mm. living the wild and crazy dreams that my grandmother had for me. Right. And so to tell me that becoming the next Oprah is a wild and crazy dream is just it's preposterous to me. Why? Mm, right. Okay. I, I, I can. I can. Now, uh, I, I can't think of anything that I, I sincerely would want to do that I would ever believe is out of my reach in this lifetime. Mm, I like that. I, I could like give it. you something, but it's probably something that I don't want to do anyway. Right. right? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, for sure. I for mean, sure. a wild and crazy dream to me is like walking on the moon. Me, physically walking mm. on the moon. I have no desire to do that. Mm. I don't want to walk on the moon. What about like 
relationships? Do you have a wedding, like a idea? I'm not letting you do this to me today. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just <worried. laughs> Yo, when I tell you, if you go back to the interview me and Dottie did on YouTube. Yeah, we got to run that back. Thirst Central. Oh, my God. Oh, you're talking about the right now? I'm talking about on YouTube. Did yeah, you see yeah, the YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're not. You caught, yeah, you, you replied back. I thought you were talking about years ago when we would do videos about relationships and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. But, Speaking of which, you're an entrepreneur. Are you single? Are you dating? So what I'd like to do is um, stay focused because <laughs> I know where this line of questioning is going and it's not about to be Donnie in the hot seat. You know what I mean? So, you know, tell me what it's like being married. Any, you know, great things happening in your relationship? Yes. It's awesome. It's Mm -hmm. absolutely awesome. Um, Yeah, man, just, you know, I was just, I was just asking. Oh, okay. Now you see how, now you see how it feels. I I love being married and Mm -hmm. um, I didn't, I guess I always saw myself married uh, but it's still, it's like, wow, I'm married. That's pretty cool. You know what I mean? It's not like, I, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it is awesome to know you have a partner. And, and for all my fellas out there, you realize how much time you waste in the streets with mm. random people. Uh, I mean, like, you, you, let's say you don't have to go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. A single guy or girl, what do you spend your time doing like that all all that afternoon, knowing you have nothing to do that evening and you're off the next day? Right. You're chasing. Chasing. You're chasing. I mean, you're you're hanging out with people. It depends on how personally development you, developed you are, but yeah, chasing. but like you know, you have those people that you're dating that you ah, you're not really feeling, but nobody else picked up, so you're entertaining something that you know. Did you have those situations? Oh, didn't we all? I, I didn't really, you know, I was never the throwaway that nobody was choosing. No, but you might have had a throwaway. Like, you might have had some. I don't want to spend my own money on crab legs. <laughs> you ever get somebody for crab legs? I didn't get anybody for crab legs necessarily, uh, but I, I have gotten a couple of people, you know, for some meals. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with for some trinkets. Right, you know what for I mean? Sure, for sure. <laughs> but so you you spend I'm joking, you by waste the way. time. She's serious. You waste time with people that you know. You, I'm just saying. After you get married, you realize how much time you wasted, and that's a, a huge part of my life that I don't have to waste anymore. Chasing mm-hmm. certain situations, mm-hmm. like I'm going home. home. I'm going yeah. home, or the anxiety of going out that night and then you're in the club and you see something that you like and you don't want to say nothing, but you will. Then you buy a drink. And you don't know if she with somebody. And then I, that, then you're trying to, at the end, you're trying to get somebody or well, not at the, I, no, oh. not, somebody's <laughs> like information. About, at the, oh, their information. You're trying to bag you one. You're okay, trying to, you're trying bag, to one. bag one. Not, not to take them back to the house or nothing like that, but okay, you're trying have to Have you ever find, done that though? What? Have you ever like just met someone to take back no, to the house? Uh-uh. You never did nah. that? I've never really been a, like a sleaze bag or nothing. And no. so that's me. Like, people don't believe. I, I've never been the person who just dated for, like, dinners. I just, I, I've never taken advantage of people that way. And it's not because I was trying to spare. You never took, so, you never let somebody take It's not because I was trying bored. to spare someone from being taken advantage of because 
I mean, it's easy to do, right? I just don't want to go through conversation with some random person that I don't like. So I have been out with people. I have agreed in the past, Mm -hmm. past. I've agreed to go on dates with people and then maybe we're communicating throughout the week. So on Monday, I may agree to go on a date with you and you're calling me and we're talking on Tuesday. The date's scheduled for Friday. We talk on Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm like, I don't really know about this one, but I've already agreed to this date. I may go through with it, but I've never just like met somebody randomly and like, yeah, I'm going to just let him take me out for a couple of dinners and drinks. You know, my friends will tell you, I've always been the one like, if we're going out to the parties and my, you know, when I was younger, if we're going out to the parties, I'm buying my own drinks. I'm not standing at the bar waiting for somebody to buy me drinks. Now, it happened, Mm -hmm. but I didn't go looking for that. Mm -hmm. Guys took me out to hang out and we knew that nothing would amount, but I didn't, I didn't plan that. That like wasn't my strategy. There are actually people who strategize this like okay i'm gonna eat good on monday tuesday wednesday and they really absolutely just like men strategize who they're gonna sleep with mm. yeah i think you know i think it works both ways there's a double standard on it but i've i've and and so when i say i've never put someone in that position or never done that i've never sat around strategizing dates just for a meal. No, nah, but what, what I'm saying, so it's a Wednesday morning. Somebody hits you in the DM. Maybe they only got your number, and they're like, yo, I'll be at so-and-so. What's up with a lunch? And you're Mm-mm. like, oh, no. Mm-mm. I don't, I mean, it, it's a lot that goes, it's a, it's a lot that goes along with it. Um, if you're somebody that I'm, you know, at one point, if, if you were someone that I was familiar with, maybe, mm-hmm. But I'm also really honest. So if someone at the time that I was out hanging out and dating, you know, just random people, that's not my that's not my mission right now. Mm -hmm. Right. But at that time, if if you hit me and, you know, I want to take you out on a date and I'm familiar, I'm honest. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm this isn't going anywhere. Are you just really trying to eat? Because (laughs) you're going to pay and we're not going to talk again. You know, not not for the purposes of dating anyway. But you being a like a straw, and maybe you're talking to some, maybe not you personally, not your personal situation, because we're not getting into your personal situation. Shout out to my personal situation. Personal situation. Mm-hmm. But as a woman like you, mm-hmm. that is entrepreneurial, focused, driven, like you, you really can't date an average person, right? And I don't want you to get canceled because there was somebody that. Posted that they wouldn't date an entrepreneur. Like, they have to date an entrepreneur. I want you to get canceled, so watch your words, okay? But first of on all, the path you're in. You can't cancel me because I ain't subscribed to your issue, okay? Like, <laughs> what you canceling me from? Real, real cute, but you can get canceled. <laughs> we are, I'm not, get, I'm not, can you get canceled? Absolutely. I'm, I'm not get getting canceled. canceled. I can get canceled from the culture. I am not. Get, listen, the culture better support me. Y'all better not be out in these streets trying to cancel me. <laughs> uh, but no. But dating as an entrepreneur, pretty mm-hmm. much. You know what I mean? Somebody that got her own, clearly got your own, and it, it, it takes a lot to, like, be the person that would catch your eye, not your eye, but somebody like you. Yeah. Um, I agree. I have dated in my lifetime. I have dated a variety of men um, and entrepreneurial and not. There are just core values that were more important to me than what you did for a living. 
um, your ability to provide and your desire to provide were more important to me than whether you earn the means to survive, to provide from your own business or, you know, you're working in corporate America. Those things in the beginning didn't really matter. Now, when I really started so there was a time in my business, like pre Corona and all that stuff that, uh, well, there was a time up until maybe 2017, mid-2018 that I traveled so much for business mm-hmm. that just naturally it needed to be an entrepreneur and somebody who understood that. Right. Because typically someone who is very structured you know, in corporate America and they're very planned and they know that they work from 9 until 5, Monday through Friday, and they get lunch break from this time to this time, vacation is planned this time, then there just may be – a bump of heads, you know, in that mm-hmm. scenario, not to say that I would not date them because they're corporate. I'm just saying that on paper, it may not work as fluidly as you would like it to be. Right. So then you say, OK, well, I don't really want to deal with having to explain why I have to travel so much. Or maybe I don't really want to deal with missing you so much because I have to travel so much and you mm. can't. So maybe I should find somebody who can travel with me and hang out with me. Well, that person is typically an entrepreneur. So it just organically happens. It's not that. Or somebody don't got a job at all. Then they well, just. Unless they have an inheritance, they can't date Donnie Wiggins with no job. You wouldn't take it. You wouldn't take it again. Not your person. Because shouts out to your personal situation, but the you wouldn't take on somebody who role reversal. There's a guy. I've got money. The girl ain't really got to make no money like that. You know what I'm saying, especially if you're a good woman, you bring some stuff to the table. Role reversal. You wouldn't date somebody like you balling. You got it. You don't need him for no money, but he's a a great guy. Well, that's different than what you originally said. You said unemployed. I'm, yeah, unemployed. Like he's just struggling between jobs. What does that mean? Between jobs. You ever that Unemployed. <laughs> I'm between jobs right now. That means you're unemployed. You either have one or you don't, sir. Okay. So with the level of responsibility that I have today, I no. The answer is what absolutely no. Oprah. Oprah. No. The level. Of, the answer is still no. I mean, you know, a man still has to be a man, right? I still, regardless of whether I make more money or not, I still have to feel provided for. And I'm not saying that all women have to be provided for. I have never, like, been financially provided for, but I've been provided for in other ways. Um, A man who is unable to take care of himself has no business dating right now is the way that I see it. Dre, if you ever make hundreds of millions of dollars, I'm quitting everything. Well, that's different. You guys already have something established. I'm Y'all, I'm you, a home husband. You brought something to the table. The you brought something to the table. Learn how to cook. Yeah, but if... If if you met Dre, and when you met Dre, she was unemployed. Andrea, just so y'all know. Her name is Andrea. Her, her name, name is, Andrea. is Andrea that we affectionately refer to as Dre. Yeah, her name is Andrea. So yeah. if you met Dre... And she was unemployed and single mom and had no money. And she's like, listen, we can date, but my kid has to come all the time. You got to pay for it all the time. If you take me out, you got to take her out. Oh, and I live with my mom, so I would like to bring her a doggy bag. And, oh, by the way, I don't really have any money. I'm getting evicted. Can I come and sleep on your sofa for that's That's not appealing. Nobody wants know. to deal I with dated that. Someone. I, met, I met her. With no job. You didn't marry her? You're right. I didn't marry her because there was no other Andrea in the world. 
But I shameless plug to the relationship. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, okay, let's let's because I'm gonna wind up asking you more questions. And you're gonna like avoid them. So I am absolutely going to avoid your questions. <laughs> I love it. All right, so look, we we've been here for about an hour or so. Anything else you want to? Oh, let's ask Isaiah. Isaiah, this Isaiah's time. It's questions. What you got? He learned a lot from me today. That's what's up. <laughs> but um, one question I do have. Do you see where his eyes are right now? They're on me. And he has a question for me. Carry on. Well, you got a nice bun. It's the bun. <laughs> <laughs> it's the top knot. He's attracted a bun. Oh, you're going to allow him to participate? I'll bring you in on this. Let's I'm go. Gonna, I'll bring you in on this. <laughs> no, don't put me in that position. <laughs> Let's go for it. Um, my question is, when you're starting off in entrepreneurship, would you advise someone who's starting in the beginning stage of their uh, entrepreneurship, would you tell them, keep your job, keep stacking that money, and still focus on yes. your career that's still bringing money in? Or would you say, hey, okay, this is your deadline. Even though you're making this money from your uh, career and you're making this, you need to be done by this time. I would never, if someone's coming to me asking, I would never put a person in a position where they can't take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. So you absolutely need to keep your job. But that's not a cut and dry answer for everyone, right? right? Some people have been incredibly financially responsible and they have capital available that can support them. They have enough money saved to allow them to build a business so that they're not desperately building with their back against the wall. And if that job is preventing them from something that can be great, then yes, if they have their financial you know, matters in order. But if you are um, a person who's living check to check, you don't have any money saved, you couldn't support yourself for the next 12 months without that job, that not having that income is going to put you in a position where you even you can't even really build the business because you don't have mm-hmm. any money to support it. You need to stay at work. And if you're, you know, for anybody, if you're receiving advice to say, hey, by this date, you got to be off that job. No, not, you know, it needs to be by this date. You need to be off that job if other variables are in place, if other prerequisites have been met first. Mm -hmm. But no, I I never advise. If you come to me and you're employed, you need to stay employed until we got a good strategy in place Mm -hmm. and you're actually making money from your business. So my my thing is... um Yes, in to Donnie's sentiments, but I would say I want you to come up with a date. You come up with a date. Say you, you say you want to be off of this job by December 31st, 2020. Great. What has to happen mm-hmm. to hit that particular date? Yep. How much do we need to be making? Well, if we hit, if that date comes and you're doing this, then yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, what he did was packaged my answer differently. We said the same thing. You have any more I just, questions I said? I wanted to put that out there. <laughs> That's why right. I like to go first because I like to establish the fact that Shan just likes to copy me most times. Mm, maybe you study my content and you just know how I'm going to answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Okay. Um, all right. Let's, let's, let's go on and uh, wrap it up. Get out of here, man. Um, so what did we learn today? What did you learn today? Definitely. Talking about dating, I'm in that phase right now. He's puffing up because it's what I was talking about. (laughs) 
I like the fact that you guys are twinsies today, oh, too, man. by the way. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm in that phase right now that I'm single. Uh, but I am looking. But now hearing what you was giving advice on, now I understand why I think the way I think is because, yeah, I want somebody to be a part of me, a part of my realm. I want to be felt like, oh, I can go home and, hey, babe, I had this type of day. And, 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 and. But you have to realize who you're connecting with because not everybody, like you said, is not going to be able to keep up with your schedule mm-hmm. to the point that, oh, babe, I miss you, but hey, but I'm, I'm trying to take care of this. And if they don't understand, that's bringing friction. Now I got a better understanding of that. I'm like, okay, now I see what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Now the moves I got to make, now you're not crazy. Now you get that confirmation from two entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay. I have a question. I What's do up? before we wrap up. So what do you think, what do you seriously think about people dating when they're flat out broke? Should they be dating? Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind. I mean, I mean, so, so again, I've dated some people that was broke and we had a great time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm cool. So for me, yeah. If well, you hold have on. a client. It kind of depends on what dating means. If you have a client. Who's a guy, and he's broke, and you know he's he's unemployed. You know that, uh, you know he's he's un- he's unemployed. He came to you. You took him on, you know, as a a pro bono, you know, kind of deal. I don't do pro bono. Okay, but if you did, right? We're I speaking hypothetically. Okay, well he paid you. Okay, cool. He invested for one month, and during this time, you know that he only has twelve hundred dollars in the bank. Mm. And he's like, yo, Shans, I met this guy or yo, coach, I met this I met this woman and I'm taking her to dinner. He just told you all he had to his name was twelve hundred dollars and he has no other source of income at this time. What are you going to say to him? Where's dinner? Where are we going? Ocean Air. Obviously, he's not going to do Ocean Air. It's not obvious. He got twelve hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he just got the stimulus. (laughs) <laughs> right, <laughs> that's where it came from. It's the stimulus. Would, okay. I would definitely say, don't go to Ocean Air. Go to Chipotle. Y'all can eat good. Twenty four dollars. I'm talking about with the special drinks in the back, chips and all that. So do that. But I think it's cool because you have to have some sort of entertainment. I agree. You know what I'm saying? If it makes you happy, or it's like it might be a cool a girl that you kicking it with y'all cool. That might be the person that's going to inspire you. So who am I to tell somebody they shouldn't date? That might be the thing that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So grinding, 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 that that may cause some people to quit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I have mixed that. feelings about that depending on when you ask me. I do. Um, there are times that I feel like situationally, depending on the type of situation that you're in, you probably should not be prioritizing dating. You need to be focused, right? I think depending on what your other responsibilities are, who else is depending on you, maybe even your age, you know, and what you got to get done because you just got to be an adult in this moment. Um, I just think that your priority should be somewhere different. Now, I also feel like what you just said, I also feel like a person can drive themselves like crazy just being work, 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 figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. And I believe that you need some kind of entertainment. And I think that moderation is going to be key. 
right? So maybe you're dating today and you hold off on, you know, for two weeks or maybe you reward yourself with a date, like uh, create some type of a model and you, and you make some money and you say, okay, when I get X amount of sales, I can, I can go out on a date. Right. Um, but I, I, I certainly don't think, you know, you should be in here, uh, cashing out, spending, you know, recklessly every not. single time you get paid when, when you're outdated. When I was broke, I went on dates, you know, um, I went on dates with people when I was broke. I went on dates with people that I probably had history with before. I wasn't meeting any new people though. Like mm. I just felt a way right. about presenting myself as this woman who didn't have anything. There's already the stigma you know, or in Atlanta about women, you know, who walk around looking cute and really has nothing to her name. And at one time I was that woman, you know, I went from being well, well together to this woman who is in Atlanta now who's walking around thinking she's cute with nothing to her name. And you were taking dates though. I was, I was, I did go out with people who I already had established history with. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't really into meeting new people like that because it was really awkward for me with the, well, so what do you do? Yeah. Or can I come to your place this time? No, well, I got to ask my mom about that. <laughs> 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 I'm a whole grown woman with a kid and I got to ask my mom about that. That was real life for me, mm-hmm. you know, um, at one point when I went through what I went through and that just is what it is. So for me, because I've experienced it, There was a moment where, you know, I had great relationships with people that I had history with and they knew me. They knew me on both sides. So I'm like, yeah, we can hang out. Thanks for cheering me up. Thanks for taking me out. You know, thanks for keeping me company. But then there was a part of me and and it you don't have to feel this way. It's just how I felt. I have always been a woman that wanted to bring something to the table, even if even if that guy didn't require that I bring something to the table. For me, it just felt good to know that. I do bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. And that probably comes from, you know, years of my mom and even my dad, you know, when I was dating early on, would always say, make sure when you go on a date, you got your own money. Yeah. Right? Make sure when you're hanging out, you got your own money. If somebody wants to walk out of the restaurant on you, you can take care of yourself. And so that kind of thing kind of stuck in me. And I can't go on a date with zero because there was a time I had zero. Yeah. I don't feel good about being out and about and ordering like this. And I have zero. And at that time I also had a daughter, right? Well, I have a daughter, but at that time, by that time I also had a daughter Mm. and I just, I just felt some kind of way. Um, But by all means do your thing. You know what I mean? Do Do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever steak, boo boo and get your steak. Just, you know, make sure it's a flank. (laughs) (laughs) don't get the cowboy or bone and ribeye right just get your little tough little flank (laughs) season that bad boy up scramble you an egg make it real sexy a little flank steak and some scrambled eggs (laughs) boo come over I'm gonna cook for you today little flank steak (laughs) little scrambled egg (laughs) yo that's hilarious you are something else All right, we gotta get out of here man listen do me a favor DM Dottie or myself, okay, any questions that you have on an upcoming, upcoming podcast, anything you want us to answer, we will get it answered. And, you know, we always uh, we'll invite guests up here, man. If you're in the Atlanta metro area, pull up, man. 
I like I put anybody in a hot seat, really. Yeah, and and if you're nearby in a state nearby, it's worth the drive. We're a whole lot of fun to be around. Yeah, we are. And you get a wealth of information like on the spot. For sure. We want to put sure. somebody in 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 the hot seat. So find me a flank steak. I want a, a flank steak now. I want a little flank steak. No, no, no <laughs> lie. Like for real, I I just came from STK and they actually have a flank steak on the menu. Well, they had this lunch special, right? So mm. they they put the lunch menu in front of you. Yeah, they put the lunch menu in front of you, and they yeah. put the real menu in front of you, and they had this lunch special steak. Uh, with, it just said ribeye. It didn't say any of the other fancy mm-hmm. stuff that was on the regular menu. <laughs> and so I wanted the ribeye, and it was an 8-ounce. And I'm like, well, I take the 8-ounce. I don't need a 14-ounce, so let me get this. So I asked her. I said, is this lunch ribeye going to be as delicious as the regular menu's ribeye? Because mm-hmm. it's like a third of the price. And she's like, well, I'm going to be totally honest with you. It's it's like a flank steak. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, a it's give a me flank. the regular. <laughs> give me the regular. I don't want the flank steak. Yo, that is funny. All right, y'all. We about to get out of it. You want any closing words? Um, you know, I don't. I don't have any closing words. Don't dream too big. Don't dream too. No, those are not <laughs> my words. Dream big. Dream. You know what? In fact, I want you to intentionally dream bigger today than you did this morning. Hmm. Okay. Just don't dream too big. All right, cool. I'm, <laughs> who y'all there? Oh, um, yeah. Go, How many go times to, are we going to say bye? No, nah, I was about to close out with my sales pitch. All right, so make sure y'all go to themorningmeetup.com, themorningmeetup.com, and join our morning meetup. We are on every single morning. It's only 30, Donnie. It's only 30 right there. I can't. (laughs) And make sure if you are an entrepreneur who needs clarity in your business, you work in the and I got to say this because I got I got a lot of people who booked, you know, who booked appointments or actually DM me. uh, And and I work with guys, coaches, consultants and if information based entrepreneurs, meaning you have something to teach someone that you want to put out there. Um, And if you if you are that person and you need help. Uh, taking the guesswork out of earning your way to six figures, then make sure you hit me up. Six spelled out S I X six figure accelerator edu.com. And let's figure out how I can help you grow your business. Yeah. So make sure you follow us on Instagram. We got Donnie underscore Wiggins. No, no Donnie Wiggins underscore Donnie. Just make it right on the video. Wiggins underscore Donnie Wiggins under D O N N I. Wiggins, W I G G I N S underscore Isaiah. You can can't you can turn the camera off. Shans is you just follow yeah, him. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can just find Shans however you find At him. Sleep is four suckers for number four. And if you want to know who we're talking talking to all the time, Isaiah, what's your Instagram? Even though it's mad long, it's gonna be Isaiah underscore Emmanuel underscore Leonard. Look at you. You ain't even want to say all. Isaiah underscore you Emmanuel You felt some kind of way about saying that. Litter. You hated it. You didn't want to say it that long. Well, I, I've been trying to find a name. Well, that's not it. That's definitely not it. That's not it. Isaiah underscore, underscore Emmanuel underscore. underscore. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find a name. You are not search friendly. <laughs> you know, I really like this. I like having him around because we are going to like mold and shape him <laughs> into a successful entrepreneur. Isaiah, before so we cool. come back to film uh, for the next podcast, I need you to have your name shortened like by a third. Yeah. yeah. By a third. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. all right, cool. We're out of here, y'all. Follow us. Peace. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening. We value your time. And that's why we want to give you the best sounding, best produced quality of content we possibly can. And this podcast you've been listening to has been edited and produced by yours truly. I'm Donald The Voice. I'm a 10 year voiceover artist, narrator and production specialist that wants to see only the best life giving, equipping and long lasting content be produced to help others. So if you have commercial video editing or other production needs, I'd love to talk with you. That's right. Visit DonaldTheVoice.com and hit the contact page to talk about how we can work together to bring your content to life. Okay, so you're not an email person. Well, you can also contact me on Instagram at DonaldTheVoice or on Facebook.com forward slash DonaldTheVoice. I'm looking forward to talking to you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.